Welcome back to the Mission Women podcast, where we are here to encourage each other in our walks with Jesus. I'm Katie Sievers, and I'm here with the wonderful Katie Edelman. We're a couple of Katies from the 80s who just love uh, getting the chance. We really feel honored to uh, just have the chance to talk to people from our mission community. And this series, what we've been doing is we've been looking at... um, what it looks like to walk with Jesus. And our hope is that as we have these conversations with all these wonderful people who have come on, that we encourage each other in the actual walking out with Jesus. So that if you're, um, whether you just started um, a journey following Jesus or you've been doing it for a long time, that you just find yourself um, uplifted and encouraged to just keep keep walking and keep clinging with him. And today we have Lucy Zelensky on, and we're so excited to have her here. She's such an encouragement, and she's just been a really, like a really big blessing to be a part of church community. So welcome, Lucy. Thank you. Happy to be here. Nice. Uh, So this is your first time on the podcast, right? It is. And guys, just some background. Uh, Lucy was really encouraging in getting the whole podcast started. Yes, she was. (laughs) Yeah. And now she's a guest. I didn't think they would ask me. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's just really exciting now to be able to chat with you and get to hear a little bit more about you. So maybe like before we get going and diving into just these questions in the series, would you mind just letting us know a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, uh, Gosh, I've been out here for about 20 plus years, but grew up in Chicago and um, have been going to Mission Bible probably for, oh, it's been a good 10 plus years, but then in the area, in nearby mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. I have three boys, two are launched. Y'all know what that launched. means, doesn't it? They're yeah. launched. I have one still out at home, nest. a high schooler, yeah. and um, I own my own consulting business in healthcare. And on the side, I do a little spiritual direction, women's retreats, and I'm on the Mission Women leadership team. Yeah. And she just, like, encourages everyone. Yes. <laughs> you really are the best. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's awesome. And we're so, so grateful to, to have you here and to be chatting with us. Before we get into the serious questions about <laughs> walking with Jesus, we have our favorites question that we ask on every episode— and this should this episode should be airing um, here after Thanksgiving. And so, as ladies, some of us host. Who, who here is hosting Thanksgiving? I am. We are too. The Edelmans, yeah. yeah. I, I host my my family side too. So, oh wow, we're all hosting. We're hosties. Yay! Nice. So, since we've hosted before and all that stuff, what's like your crowd? like crowd pleaser uh, dish that you prepare? Like what does everybody ask for every year? Oh, now that's a great question. <laughs> You're going to laugh. No. <laughs> I'm sure it's delicious. So I have nephews and my boys, the six of six boys, and oh. they're all kind of big. Okay. I'm like, what do you all want? Mm-hmm. I take requests and you know what they re- requested? Mac and cheese, <laughs> <laughs> sweet potatoes, and pierogi. Oh, I love oh. pierogi. Can I come over? You have to say it. Pierogi. <laughs> pierogi. It's so good. We're learning so a lot. Good. Do you home make it? Homemade? No, I, I have before, but my son actually picks them up in Chicago. But they're the real oh. deal. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So for uh, so is that a Polish it is. Dish? It is. Yeah. So tell all of us who aren't as familiar, our eyes haven't been opened 
to pierogi. Is that how you say yes. it? Yes. So Good tell job. us, what is that? You did it better than me. And I'm like, <laughs> I've made them with my grandma before. Oh, oh that's awesome. Yeah. Tell it like what, like I could tell you about what a tamale is. <laughs> tell, tell us what that, what, what it is. It's like a, uh, it's like an empanada. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's like a dumpling, mm-hmm. um, like a gnocchi, mm-hmm. right? For Italians, right? Uh, it's like a dumpling, but it's stuffed with, my kids love the cheese and potato and onion yep. ones. The only mm. one. The only one. And then you eat a little bacon, put yep. that on top. Sour cream. Sour cream. Mm-hmm. I always bunch of new people cream. for your table because <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> oh, that sounds delicious. I can see why they want it. That all sounds it's delicious. Yeah. yeah. Yum. Okay, Katie, what's your like family fave? So we started hosting Thanksgiving a few years ago for my husband's side, Pat, and um, they are, they just really, those, it comes from a family of four boys, he's the youngest, Um, and they just really like smoking, like, the meat, and I'm just not a huge (laughs) fan. I like, I like it, but not on Thanksgiving, so I put my foot down and Pat's brisket is amazing. It's a smoked brisket is the fan favorite. Mm. It is, you know, what people mostly will put on their plate, but I'm just like, you know what? I want my house to smell like a turkey. Yeah. So I get a small turkey and I put it in the oven and do all the things just for that. And everybody wants leftovers anyway for their turkey sandwiches mm-hmm. the next day. So we just slice it all up and give everybody a goodie bag. But I would have to say it's the brisket is always always the winner to see. Well, it's always very criticized from the other older brothers, but yes. oh, yeah. But it is always very good. <laughs> well, next year you can invite me. Okay, if you bring the pierogi. Sure. <laughs> it should just be what it's like, like a progressive dinner. We just like go to Lucy's, you can get the pierogi, yes. and then head on over to yes. Edelman's for breakfast. You can't shop on Black Friday like you used to, so no. we just exactly. won't have a progressive dinner. I, I never it. did I think anyway. Some, something's getting started here. Katie, what is your fan favorite? Okay. Um, so also at our house, Ryan does the, the bird. Typically, and we got a smoker in the last oh. couple of years, and I promise I'm not swearing, but he spatchcocks it, which is like splitting it open and smokes it, and that like opened our eyes to the deliciousness. Oh, I'm gonna have to tell Pat about this. Oh, I'm a spatchcocking turkey too. Oh, there you go. You smoke your turkey too? I spatchcock it. Oh, not smoked. Okay. Very rarely do we get feedback from one Benji <laughs> Satorius, but I just heard a mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a smoke, he's a smoke oh, master. That's right. He's that's good right. at that stuff. Should we grab him a mic? <laughs> Someday we're gonna get him on. Here. Yeah, we will. So that that's Ryan's claim to fame. I'm a pie person, so I make pies, and um, so I think that's when Ryan, my husband, loves pecan pie. So we put out a pumpkin apple Ooh, pecan, yummy. and it's way too much. And it's, eat it for it days. sounds good <laughs> with whipped cream. Yeah, yeah, so it's good. delicious. Well, now I'm hungry. Now that we're all hungry and eating our Thanksgiving leftovers, just nestle in, and we're going to start yeah, asking Lucy some questions. Our first question for you, Lucy, is: How long have you been following Jesus? Ah, uh, well, I've been—I've known Jesus ever since I can remember. Mm. So I was born in a Polish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Catholic family. My parents actually came here from Poland. So very strong community. Faith was always very important. My mom really taught me about Jesus. 
and uh, she taught me how to pray. And she really planted those seeds early on in me. And I can remember, um, gosh, I went to Catholic schools my whole life, <laughs> grammar school, high school. But in elementary school, we do the sacrament of confirmation. It's a Christian commitment um, to follow Christ. It's really associated with the Holy Spirit. And as I think back, um, I really made the decision to accept and follow Christ at that time. Like, it was a real thing to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I sensed the, the presence of the Holy Spirit back then, which is really cool. Um, but I think just like most other teenage girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> you kind of go away for a little bit. But then came back. You know, I moved to California in the early um, uh, 90s, I think it was. I was about 20-something. And uh, I went to one of those big harvest crusades out in, in the Angel Stadium. And I think it was Greg Laurie who, who was there. But I remember just in awe watching everybody worship the Lord, like young people, like teenagers. Yeah. And um, arms raised up, and they were just like loving Jesus. And I'll tell you, I thought in that moment, this is where I belong. Like, these are my people. This is my community. So I went back to church, to Saddleback now. So it was Christian oh, okay. church yeah. out in California. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of how it all started. That's awesome. Yeah. I love the, like, just the chapters there of, like, God's faithfulness and just kind of, like, preparing your heart for, you know, the next step and all of that good stuff. And the fact that you can, like, remember your confirmation and, and say, like, yeah, I really think mm-hmm. my faith. It was very much alive, and then it had another boost, you know, there in California. That's really cool. Yeah. I like how you put it, too. Like, I've always known Jesus, mm. but there's different—there's a difference in knowing him and then having a relationship with him. Absolutely. I like that. And I still continue to. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Continual growth. Well, with any relationship, <laughs> right? right? You always have to work at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So— um, our next question for you is, how do you connect with Jesus on a daily basis? Hmm. So on a daily basis, you know, one of the things I've learned is uh, the whole notion of saying yes and saying no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I ask myself, how do I say yes to Jesus and no to myself? Because before it was almost difficult for me to decipher some of those things. So my prayer has been like, Lord, um, what is what do you have planned for me today? What is your will? Um, so I, I I really like my you talk about daily. Um, I kind of wake up and say good morning Jesus, <laughs> good morning and um, and I have this rule that somebody taught me a wise person taught me a long time ago. Don't read anything until you spend time with Jesus. Like don't look at anything, read anything until you spend time with him. And so I've been doing that. Um, and I spend time with him in my sunroom in my big fluffy red chair. It's a big one. I just nuzzle up with him. And um, I've learned to be more silent. So it's not about the doing. You mm-hmm. know, it's not about like always reading a devotional or, I mean, I read the word too, but it's not like a checklist that I mm-hmm. have in the morning. I sort of just nuzzle up and just pause in silence and see what the Lord has for me. Um, most of the days I will turn to the Bible and, and read some scripture or a devotional, but really it's it's kind of my hangout time with him. I grab a cup of coffee and, and we hang out. Mm. So you never know what comes out of it. I might light a candle if I need to focus just to remind me that he's the light. 
Sometimes I'll text a friend with some encouraging words if somebody comes to mind. Um, you know, I'll pray for people who come to my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so every day is, it doesn't look like, you know, every day is a little different. Mm. I love the openness of that. Like the yeah. openness to like, okay, like you said, hi, Jesus. Like, yeah. what's it going to look like today? You know, because yeah. I think about it, like as you're talking, I'm like, I don't necessarily in my other relationships, like with my husband or say it like, okay, this is what we're doing every Every morning, like we're going to do this, it's, it looks a little different every day, and I love that. I love the openness in that, and seeing how the Lord leads you, but but having a posture mm-hmm. of okay, mm-hmm. I'm here, I'm, I'm here, listening. Yeah, I love that, and I like how you just let Him lead you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. like inviting the Holy Spirit in, and and texting somebody an encouraging word, and mm-hmm. and stuff like that's mm-hmm. all you know for His glory, and the letting Him lead you in that. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I never even thought about anything like that, like Mm -hmm. doing anything like that. That's so cool. Um, The other thing, too, is, like, I know that that can be even, like, a bit of, like, it's a worthwhile thing to create the habit to not, like, reach for your phone Mm. first. Yes. Mm. When you said that, I'm like, ooh, that's an encouragement to me because I've, Mm. that's something I try to do is, Mm -hmm. like, okay, I want to, like, reach out to Jesus before I reach out to anything else. But when my phone's my alarm clock, yeah, is all it's the hard. things. It's really hard. It's very hard. Um, but you see where it's a worthwhile thing to keep chasing mm-hmm. after. That. Or it's like the five second rule. Like, yeah, look, turn the alarm off. Just make mm-hmm. sure you didn't get any emergencies. Right, right. And then you're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's responsible. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> that's right. No emergencies. That's right. <laughs> no, I love that. Even like the five second rule. That, there's grace there too. That's like, right. okay, you you will, yeah. have to, you know. Not hit snooze, but hit stop mm-hmm. <laughs> on the alarm. And, mm-hmm. like, that's that's a good—that's an encouragement to me to see where, like, continually trying to do that, even if you're not perfect at it every day, but reaching mm-hmm. for that, it's a worthwhile thing to be reaching out to Jesus first. Yes. That. That's encouraging. Um, in our next question is, how do you reach out to Jesus in dry seasons when you don't see or feel His presence? Ooh, that's a tough question. I cry. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, tears are okay? Tears are okay. And I had to learn that their tears are okay. Like, Mm -hmm. it's okay not to be okay. Mm. I had to learn that. Oh, yeah. Because I grew up like, don't tell the neighbors what's going on. Put a smile on your face. Yeah. So I had to learn that it's okay not to be okay Mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, so yeah, I, I cry and I just think of, um, the psalmist, right? Um, how in the Psalms, there's a lot of crying out mm-hmm. to him. And, um, I've had those desperate, dark seasons of my life, um, where I, I spent time with him. Um, and, you know, the scripture that comes to mind is, is one in Psalm, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. Like, He delivers us from all our troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Boy, was, have I been there mm-hmm. in the past, and, and He was there. And I've, I have seen that he, he's, um, he's come to those moments and has met me there. Or I really, I met Him there because He's always been there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I've learned is that um, to really have complete dependence on Him, and really him alone. Like, there's a period after that. Him <laughs> alone, period. And uh, I know when I focus things of this world, I'm often disappointed. So I have to remind myself 
to think about the things above and what mm-hmm. he has in mind for me. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, I've often believed lots of lies, lots of lies. or And so now I just kind of ask God, Lord, what's the truth? What are you trying to teach me? Show me in this moment. It could be my sin. Maybe it's something I've done that I need to kind of really take a good look at. Um, and I really think, like, the question I often ask is, like, who are you, Lord? And once I answer that, then I can almost ask myself, like, who am I? And what do you want me to believe? There's yeah. often truth in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Lord's good, like, to meet us in that, you know, and we ask at and reach out, you know, he can't, he'll meet us. And sometimes in expecting, in like unexpected ways too. Oh yeah. And yeah. I, you know, and for me, I have to like have this posture of total surrender. Mm. And I think of, um, this is so vivid to me. Uh, it's that image of Mary where she was kneeling in front of Jesus, anointing his feet with that very, very, very expensive perfume. Remember, it was mm-hmm. like all that money and that, all the noise around her. Like Martha mm-hmm. was busy doing things and <laughs> cooking and cleaning. That was me. That was me <laughs> that too. Was, me, I always have to remind yeah. myself, don't be a Martha, Katie. <laughs> don't right, be right? a Martha. Because I about, am. <laughs> or how about Judah who was like, yeah. that's a lot of money. What are you doing spending? So, you know, yeah. that's me easily too. Like we could spend the money on mm-hmm. things. But I just take this posture. I think of like what Mary would have been thinking in that moment. She she was probably thinking, like, you all just need to be quiet. Do you, like, realize yeah. who's right here? Like, do you know who this is? And so I often just, like, put myself in that posture right in front of Jesus. Um, and and she was so devoted to him and loved him. And so if I'm focused on all of everything around me, I can't focus on him. Mm. So that posture of Mary just reminds me to, like, go there. Go yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Be Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Be Mary. Yeah. Be Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Have your eyes so fixed on yes. Jesus and the fact that he like is there and available. Mm-hmm. You know, like that is if when you take like a like a second and you think about that, you know, our savior mm. is there and like available to us. That is pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, all the time. Yeah. And it's so easy to get super caught up in all the noise, like you said, like it's yeah, so easy. Yeah, it's easy to get sidetracked and mm-hmm. distracted mm-hmm. from from telling yourself the truth. Mm-hmm. The truth yeah. is that it's easily available. Mm-hmm. He is easily available to you whenever you need. Yeah. As you were talking, like you were like quoting a lot of scripture. You were, you know, just it was just coming out of you, you mm-hmm. know. And that's another thing that um, I've just seen from people that I really look up to mm-hmm. in their walk with Jesus is they have a lot of scripture in their heart. And I feel like that's something that helps us in dry seasons too, is mm. as we've put in the time to um, do that discipline of memorizing scripture, the Lord calls it to mind. And it's just so amazing how 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 He works in that and how He'll bring encouragement in dry seasons just through scripture that we've, you know, we've, put in our hearts and put in our minds and that sort of thing. And that's, that's huge, that's huge, a huge tool in dry seasons. Katie, that's worth underlining. Yeah. That's worth underlining. That's one thing I've learned is memorizing scripture is probably one of the most important things that I can do because in moments of hardship and trials in kind of those dry, dark seasons, 
that's what comes to mind. Mm -hmm. I can call on those words Mm -hmm. and those promises. Because if I don't have that bank (laughs) right here tucked away, whether it's my heart, my head, you know, my soul, right, or my back pocket Mm -hmm. in a post-it note, (laughs) then um, it's easy for me to believe something else. Right. Oh, it's so key to, like, when you were talking about, like, you know, when you're asking God, like, show me what's true. Mm. I think he can work in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. He can reveal it to you in a worship song Mm -hmm. lyric. He can, you know, reveal it to you in so many ways. But so many times, too, it's that scripture. He answers with, yeah, Mm -hmm. this is true of me. Mm -hmm. You can count on me. I'm here. Absolutely. Um, That sort of thing. So I think just as you were talking, like, that's scripture. You're like, that's that's true, and that's super encouraging, um, too, because sometimes it's like, I, I think sometimes we can look at, like, um, scripture memorization as, as homework, and sometimes it feels that way, and, you know, that's just how it is. But it's a worthwhile investment, like you said, putting oh, it in the bank. The most, I think it's the, as a Christian, it's the most important investment mm. is to know the Word mm. and know the Scripture. Mm. Write them down, paste them everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not really great at memorization, but I do do that. I've posted them all over mm-hmm. so that, like, I can't remember word for word. You can I just Google wanted, it. You can Google it. Yeah, you can Google it. But <laughs> I can know mm-hmm. phrases and just like the idea. And like you said, it comes. It doesn't have to. I just want to be encouraging to those out there who, yeah, who have a hard sure. time um, recalling because I used to get really hung up on that because a lot of the women that I look up to can be like, "This is what it says, Katie," yeah. and I'm like, "Okay," and then it's like, "Oh, I'm not." that great like like I can't be on a podcast I can't do that um but I think even just having the word ready and visible and accessible Mm -hmm. in like I have a notes app on my phone where I just open it up and it's just scripture passages that have encouraged me and even using that as a tool um I think is really great and like you said even in moments of dry seasons or whatever, it does come back to you. It might not be, you know, word for word, but you can recall yeah, or flip a note on your phone and, and yeah. or Google, like you said. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, and, and sometimes, like for me, I'm not a great memorizer either, but I know words. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like and the words come to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. if I'm anxious, like don't, do not be anxious yes. about it. Okay, yeah. let me just Google that <laughs> yeah. and find it. Yeah. And then yeah. I find the whole scripture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that one goes in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. And I think that's another thing in dry season is this this uh, spirit of thanksgiving and gratitude. Mm. You know, even in the big little things, yeah. the big things in everything. Because, again, I can, it's like a broken record player, and I can play, rewind, rewind mm-hmm. to the pain mm-hmm. rather than yeah. fixate and be thankful on some of the things that the Lord has blessed me with. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I always try to to do that. There's always some good to be found in your everyday. You could always find it. If it's a beautiful sunrise mm-hmm. or, you know, your favorite song pops on the radio. and Sweats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweatpants. Always Blessing. good. That's always good. Yes. <laughs> I love it. No, that's so good. And like that calls to mind the whole like idea of like if you're looking yeah. for for God's faithfulness, like he'll help you find it. Yes. You know, like I think that is that's something that we see if we seek, we'll find. And 
we'll just and that looking for things to be thankful for is a way that we can do that is just say like Lord, because legitimately days are hard. Yeah, and they're filled sure. with crummy situations. Yeah, like, really mm-hmm. beyond crummy, like, heartbreaking stuff. But it's like, show me, <laughs> you know. Yeah, just ask mm-hmm. for like, show me. Maybe not this situation, <laughs> but show me what I can be thankful for right now or show me how you're working right now. And I think that's that's huge. It's like you were talking about a heart posture. Um, mm-hmm. makes, a, makes a huge difference. He's God of hope mm. and a future. Mm. And he has a plan for us. <laughs> There's scripture about this. There's scripture about this. I can't memorize it right now, but I know if I go look it up. Yeah, I love that. Um, so our next question is talking about how you connect best and in a truly meaningful way with Jesus. So this kind of, this question was kind of born out of um, the Purpose Driven Life series that we just did recently as a church. And so we talked about like sacred pathways, I think was the book that, that um, oh my word, I'm blanking on the pastor's <laughs> name. Who wrote, who wrote, uh, Purpose Driven Life. Rick Warren. I'm going to Google it. He quotes another pastor. Anyway, but there's like the naturalist who connects deeply in nature or the person who connects deeply in scholarship or like, so what for you is the best way to connect in a really meaningful way with Jesus? Mm. So that has changed for me over mm. time. I love nature, by the way. Yeah. I love the walks. But um I tended to move like at mock speed and mm-hmm. do things very fast and have a checklist and check devotional done, check read that, check mm-hmm. did that, and oh, I feel <laughs> good. Yeah. And what I've learned is this whole notion of slow, like holy slow. So mm-hmm. what does that mean? It's really taking more of um, a pause in my day and connecting with the Lord um really in silence and solitude. I never thought I would have said this 10 years ago. I would have been like, no, I need people around me. I need to do this, you know, in corporate worship. (laughs) Um, But I'll tell you, just being alone with him um, has been so sweet and intimate for me. And, and, you know, it just reminds me of that scripture, be still and know that I am God. Like, when I'm still, like, I think he tells me, like, yells at me, Lucy, be still. <laughs> and know that I am God. Because in that stillness, it helps me understand who he is and who I am. It really does. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. So, this is like a bonus question. What would you, like, if, as you've, learned and grown to appreciate silence because like for like oh silence I just for me personally I'm like I just really don't want to fall asleep (laughs) like I you know like it's like and that's okay if you do but that's okay okay maybe you need an app yeah that's true (laughs) that's a spiritual practice yeah the rest (laughs) I was like yeah hey maybe I do need an app here for it (laughs) what would you like like first steps toward that because that is kind of countercultural, I think. Like, yeah. Especially like oh, because we are very noisy. Our phones, <laughs> yeah. everything's mm-hmm. Alexa. Do this, you yeah. know. Like oh no, would yeah. you say like is like a good first step toward practicing silence more? Yeah, great question. I would say so. Um, I went back to school okay. <laughs> to do spiritual direction. So this is where I learned it. Um, we started first by just doing two hours of silence each day. So what did that look mm-hmm. like? Because, you know, I, mm-hmm. I have a son and, you know, we talk yeah. and yeah. <laughs> you have to answer the phone and <laughs> the doorbell and work and you yeah. talk, right? Um, 
So we were encouraged that to, to look at our day and see where there's a two-hour pocket of time that you could be silent and to really intentionally practice silence. So if something comes your way, you, you gracefully just, you know, answer the phone. Can I call you back? Yeah. Right? Or if your son says, can I get back to you? Like if your kids are, <laughs> mom, 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 mom. You know what? Um, I'm taking a break. Can I get, you know, let's let's meet at 6 o'clock. Let's connect at 6 o'clock. So gently, like letting those um, distractions go away and not engaging in a dialogue. And what I've learned for me is, the noise, the outside voices and noise quieted, and my internal voice, the Holy Spirit really mm. was louder. I could hear what God was speaking to me. I heard His voice. So I started out with two hours. I went eight hours. Wow. <laughs> I went wow. a whole day. In silence. I don't have little kids, though. Oh, so, okay. I, you know, yeah. I was like, how You're going to have to go away to do that. Oh, man. And there's, like, there's definitely times for retreat, right? Like, where yes. we, we do need to do that. But I like that you said, like, start with a small step. Mm-hmm. Create those little boundaries for, like, you know, the crazy busy seasons. It might be, you know, shorter amounts of time. And then let that grow. And, like, kind of, like— challenge ourselves to let it be a little bit longer. Um, I think that's really great. Mm -hmm. It's like, it seems sometimes like when you first hear like, whoa. It seems overwhelming almost. And it shouldn't, it is kind of, because I'm even thinking like, okay, where would I do this? And I would imagine if I'm sitting in the chair where I usually, you know, in the morning have my time, I think I would be like, like fidgeting and trying to like, do something you know what I'm saying it would be really hard but I I I don't know I think this is really encouraging to me like I'm having a moment where I'm like feeling the need to even try yeah and I love how you said that you grew in it Mm -hmm. yeah that's cool Mm -hmm. so there's grace for the like fidgety wonky steps (laughs) yeah I'm I'm imagining I'm gonna be really awkward like well, this is like it would feel. It would feel awkward because we are, you know, glued to our phones and yeah, our to do list. Right? You said nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. nature. That, it, it's yeah. easy to be silent in nature and walk and stare. Yeah, and I often find myself asking God questions. Yeah, yeah. So rather than again, like prayer or you know, I I do do that, but. If I'm feeling a certain way, to to acknowledge, you know, I'm sad today, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. or I'm afraid of something, or I'm yeah. nervous about something mm-hmm. going on. Like, Lord, what are you? What what is this all about? You know. And then often, I one of my favorite questions I ask Jesus is, "What are you inviting me to?" Mm-hmm. I always feel He's inviting us to something, mm-hmm. and it's kind of exciting to me. <laughs> like, yeah. ooh, what does He has, <laughs> have in store for me today? But I think He invites us. All the time. So that's a great question that I often go to him with. Yeah. I love it. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's a nap. He might be inviting you to nap. You've Let's done the silence thing with mm-hmm. your I class. Have done the silence yeah, thing I remember you telling me having the same oh like reaction. <laughs> how long? Like how, how long, long did you do, you do that? that? Wasn't it like four hours? Yeah. We were asked to do a four hour for, for an assignment. And it was challenging. I'm like, where do I go? The weather wasn't great that day. You know, like I couldn't be outside, but um, but yeah, I think you're right. Like, there's such a sweetness to being like, I can breathe. I can just be calm, 
let go of the have tos and the should bes. And that's mm. the hard thing for me. Yeah, it's mm. like I should be. I should because your mind wanders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like keep coming back to. I love that you framed it with questions. Like, yeah, I like that too. God, mm-hmm. I'm like, can I take really notes? Take it. I'm gonna listen back to this. And take <laughs> notes on my silent time that I'm gonna start doing. That. That's awesome. I really it, like that. It's again. It's one of those like it's a worthwhile thing to to take the steps toward. Mm. And it's definitely meaningful. Like that is a truly meaningful experience mm-hmm. to to do. I love it. I often another question I ask too is, what does my soul want to say to you, Lord? Mm. You know, it, I, I think in my head, so my head's always going like, yeah. but where's the checklist? What do I have to do? I'm a master planner girl, so I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think about everything all day long, yeah. analyze it all. And uh, so to get out of my head, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I have to go to my soul, right? Yeah. And so what is, and I give my soul voice, not my head voice, because <laughs> my head's pretty logical, right? Mm. But my heart and my soul feels. <laughs> and so I go there and ask, questions so you just ask questions I ask questions I love it yeah that's I asked the Lord one time I I asked the Lord I'm like Lord what's next for me because I'm like I'm a doer did remember I said like master plan (laughs) Lord what's next give me the list to do (laughs) next and I I'm not kidding you both I the question I I got a question back and he said child what's missing I'm like ouch Mm. oh Lord Nothing's missing. I have you. I knew that answer. I knew like nothing's missing. So he's going to show me what's next in his time, not my time. You know, I was, I had anxiety over that. And he's like, just hang out with me. Nothing's yeah. missing. <laughs> um, so we're not going to go about what's next today. You know, I mm-hmm. almost felt a piece about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, and that just reminds Gosh, me of I'm what like we were talking up. about it's before so with yeah. Mary's present. Or like, mm-hmm. yeah, just Mary appreciating the fact that she was in Jesus's presence Mm -hmm. and responding so like adoringly Mm. to him in that story that you were sharing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's hard to get there if we're rushing around and like you said, doing the head thinking and the solving and the, where we have to answer. Martha, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think like that is, that's a huge way. That's like a really practical way, like allowing space Mm -hmm. In your thinking and in your time with Jesus to let him lead and let him speak. Mm-hmm. And that, that requires stillness mm-hmm. and that requires a space to listen. So I think like that's encouraging. That's encouraging for sure. You have, uh, you had already kind of said um, that you take time throughout your day to include Jesus. Um, what does that kind of look like? Uh, so throughout the day, so I, I have my morning time right. with mm-hmm. him. Right. Yeah. And your big fluffy yeah. red mor- <laughs> Got it. That's I need awesome. one too. I know. I'm like, okay, silence, big fluffy red couch. <laughs> and there's room for like one and a half. So when my oh, kids were perfect. little, they would climb in there with Aww. me. Oh, loved it. Now I have a granddaughter. So I'm going to, oh, I've right. taken her in that big fluffy white couch. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so I, like for me, it's just really that, that daily communion with him, um, looking to him, seeing him in everything. You know, I just went to see the movie, Mother Teresa. I don't know if y'all saw that movie. Oh, yeah. oh so good. So Mother Teresa said, I have an opportunity be, to be with Jesus 24 hours a day. And that hit me. And I'm like, huh, what is she going to say next? So what she said was she sees Jesus in every human being. She sees Jesus in the faces. 
of every human being. And I thought that was beautiful because I think, oh, my gosh, I would love to be like that. I would love to see Jesus everywhere in everybody. And um, so I've been I've been trying to be a little more um, just connect, like pause, breathe, and just as I go about my day, not to be so fast paced, but to just see things mm-hmm. and feel things. Um, you know, I'm not as busy mom these days because my kids aren't little. Uh, so I have a little more time and I just like, Lord, Free up my schedule and let me be available for whatever you want me to be. Like, I just want to be available. And I have received, like, phone calls. Could you talk mm-hmm. to me for an hour? Or could you talk me off the ledge? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's to me, it's I, I want to be available. Um, because at the end of the day, I was such a good problem solver, I think. But what I've learned, that's not what the Lord wants me to do. What he wants me to do is point others to him. Mm-hmm. really point others to him, pray for other people and just remind them who they are and point them to him. Yeah, that's huge. That's a, that's a really like valuable perspective, you know, like, because I think to women, a lot of times we want to be there for our family, mm. be there for our friends. And so it's an easy thing to be tempted to want to be the fixer um, like that's really, that's really a real challenge mm-hmm. and to realize that the best help that we can be is to do those things, remind people, this is what Jesus says you, mm-hmm. this is who Jesus says mm-hmm. you are and try to point them back to him as the fixer. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that is a, that is a, an area I know for me, like I need to grow into where it's like that tendency that, you know, leaning toward, well, I'll just, you know, like make it okay. Or I want to make it okay. And then I feel frustrated when I can't make it okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that a mama's heart though? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a good reminder um, for me for sure today to just remember that it's a loving thing to be there for people, but to point to Jesus as the one who fixes Mm-hmm. That. Mm-hmm. And let them be, let the, let him be their savior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much, Lucy. You're welcome. I'm so like, grateful. Thanks for sharing with us just to be still and to know. Um, see? Already quoting scripture. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Sorry, there you it's go. come to me. <laughs> um, and just sharing with us your awesome mm-hmm. perspective and just all the things that you do. It's been so encouraging to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I am so encouraged Same. right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. to just try some new things to connect um, with Jesus. So thanks for coming on and sharing with us. Thank you for having me, girls. And this is wonderful. And a special announcement for our know. listeners out mm-hmm. there who are in the area. Yeah, because um, Christmas season is like around the corner. Now it's official. The yeah. Thanksgiving leftovers are put away. Yes, yes. Here Christ- we are. Christmas is approaching quickly. (laughs) And we just want to share um, a special event that Mission Women is hosting, a Christmas party. And we hope that you guys can come out and join us on December 9th from 6 to 8.30 at the Manuka campus. Um, I do know that they ask that you bring an appetizer and a super fun white elephant gift. So yeah. I'm sure they'll be doing some sort of exchanging. Yeah. Of the- and if that's not your jam, like if you're not the white elephant gift player, I'm sure you can come. Have so much I fun. I am not. <laughs> come that 
empty-handed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because if I know anything about Mission Women, it's come as you are. Yeah. And we're just going to have a great, this is going to be a great time to get together, to connect with other women who are also entering the crazy season of yes. Christmas um, and just have some, some good community time. So join us there on December 9th. That would be great. And there are lots of really great ways to get connected at Mission in general, but definitely for Mission Women, there's a lot of great um, things to do besides just the podcast, which we're so excited that you're listening, but also um, there's Mission Women Connect events and worship nights and Bible studies and all that sort of stuff. So to stay up to date on all that info, go ahead and follow Mission Women on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Check them out on missionbible.church. We would love to have you get connected more um, with our community of women here at Mission. So yeah, yeah. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll be back next week um, with another episode in our Real With Each Other series. See you next week. Bye.